Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Maths Bitch. Maths Bitch. I need to put this on silent. Okay. No, I won't get any more ESP and updates. Alright. Hello! It's Naomi. And Danielle. And welcome to Badge Bitch. We're back. Again. Sorry for the delay on the episode, but we're too busy, ladies. We got Sorry. shit to do, man. Yeah. We can't. You hear your other podcasts. You know what? They're not doing them now. They recorded like six in a row two months ago. Yeah. They okay. haven't even seen each other. They don't even have a real relationship. <laughs> we have to see each other every week or... And when we are away, I was like an hour behind, which for some reason made it hard, like really hard because the hour behind really delayed shit. Mm. But... You were busy during the daytimes and I was busy during the night times. Yeah. So. So we couldn't. Whatever. <laughs> we couldn't make it work. So sorry about that. <laughs> but you're lucky you're getting any content because we do this for free. <laughs> yeah. Anywho. Uh, it's 11th, everybody. It's the 11th. Um, how's you, how have you been? Yeah, good. Just um, stressed because uh, I did my show in Brisbane for the first time, but that actually went very well, which was good. Good stuff. Yeah, it was People real good. People laugh at your jokes? They laughed so much. Oh, that's great. It was good. I can't tell if Brisbane audiences laugh more or whether it's just that I'm very good. <laughs> um, but also then after I extended my trip to go to gigs in the Gold Coast and then those gigs went very well too and that was very fun. Oh. Um, yeah, I had a great time and then I came back. But I've also had, I think I've got my mum's autoimmune disease. Um, but we'll see. Oh I th- no. I think I've got Sjogren's, everybody. So if you want to Google it. What is it. that? Uh, it's like an autoimmune disease where your body attacks the moisture glands in your body. Uh, my mum always said that like it felt like when she had it, like when she'd have attacks, it felt like somebody was like stabbing her in the back with a knife. And I've been having that recently. Like last night I couldn't sleep and we didn't have anything I could put on it. Or I took some painkillers, but it was still hurting. So I put Vicks on it because um, Vicks, I Googled and they said Vicks helps with like muscle aches and stuff. But I've been drinking heaps of water, obviously, because it's like a moisture thing, but it's still not having a good time. But also doctors, they don't really like to test for it because um, most people don't get it till they go through menopause. Um, But my mum got it when she was 28 and I'm 26. So I feel like, what if I could have it? It also, that's just neighbours, everybody. You can hear that. Um, Furious at them, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, at least, did you walk past the middle level of our building? Um, Yeah, well, you would have to get up. You didn't (laughs) jump a story. (laughs) I just climbed up the outside of the building. (laughs) (laughs) I did let you in through the window. Um. The actually a woman who lives on the middle floor let me in because you gave me two codes to try, and I tried the wrong one. And then she looked at me like, "Do you live here or are you trying to rob us?" Oh, okay. Um, so she let me out. Why? Um, oh, just because the middle floor is always a chaos. So there's nobody who 
they just live there. So you know how our apartment is like there's an entrance to our apartment and then there's an entrance to another apartment and they're like two meters apart, the doors. Mm -hmm. Well, in that level, the apartment that's below ours is like nobody can vacate it. I don't know if there was a fire or some flooding or something, but nobody lives there and the door's like welded shut. Could be a murder. Who knows? Um, But nobody lives there. And so the house, the people there have just like taken up residence in that middle like th- the area between the two apartments they just have heaps of shit there as well oh that's like the little mud room yeah and so <laughs> they also have just like it, i don't understand it gets like redecorated every two days really like, it'll go from being like a baby change station to being like where they keep old board games and then <laughs> there's always like th- they like don't take their rubbish down <laughs> until like two days so there'll just be a pile of rubbish in in there as well so they'll just like have a bag full of dirty nappies that they leave there and you walk past being like this fucking is the worst why is this happening we have to walk past why is this happening why do you have this weird that's not what that thing's for (laughs) um look danielle all right until you have kids you don't know what it's like okay it's hard you're tired you got so much on. You don't know what it's like to be busy until you have kids. Okay. okay. Well, they just leave their kids. They lock them out of the house because they're always <laughs> they running around. They leave the around. kids in the little mud room as well. Well, yeah, they lock them out of the house downstairs. If you notice when you walk in the stairwell at the bottom, they've filled up with stuff too. Like that's n- not anybody else's stuff. It's only their stuff that they couldn't fit in their apartment. But also we just found one of their kids strapped into a stroller, just like asleep outside the building. <laughs> Hmm. <laughs> Might need to make some calls. Yeah, we did take a photo of that though. <laughs> the baby. The kid, yeah. It's not a baby. It's a kid. Yeah, no, I saw him. I met him too. Oh, did you? Yeah. There's a few, so um I don't I don't know if you met the right one. Oh yeah, no, he was too old for a stroller. Oh I don't know. Let me show you I'll show you a photo, but then we'll talk we'll talk about you once we've once I've showed you this <laughs> stroller picture. <laughs> okay, that this one. <laughs> I feel like they came in, he was still asleep in the stroller, and they're like, just let him sleep. And then they just went up. They just left him. <laughs> just leave him. <laughs> just leave him in the stairwell. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Anyway. Then we did get a, 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 a notice in the in the letterboxes, to, which was clearly for her that apartment to say um uh, please don't let your children play in the car park anymore <laughs> that is for cars we will run your children over <coughs> so that that's my house i anyway. can't wait to be that kind of parent like for sure <laughs> like the one like, who just where leaves I leave him? Ah. <laughs> ah that's right at coles <laughs> i'll be back <laughs> anyway how's your week been good i was acting all week. Yes, as, as a as a. No, I'm joking. I know you. Well, um, I'll edit all that out because <laughs> can't really say anything. Oh, sorry. Um, but I, it is it is a kids show. Ooh, which is not my brand N- at all. What's the kids? But I'm having fun is again. Like totally wild. Um, no. <laughs> okay. Again, I can't really – I don't think I can say what it is Okay, yet. can I ask, is it like a – like for a younger kid's range or is it like a like a live action type thing where it's like for like a – like a Blue Water High type demographic? 
It's older kids, not okay. younger kids. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, you know, because there's some wit involved. Okay. That's all I'll say. Uh, who's to say that younger kids don't have wit? Mm. I'm obsessed with the fact that in the news, there's all that Peppa Pig stuff. Do you know what I mean? Momo? Momo. No, no, not Momo. Peppa, Peppa Pig. People have been... Somebody's made heaps of like violent Peppa Pig videos that just autoplay. <laughs> yeah, that's like... I think that's related to Momo. Do you know yeah. Momo? I know Momo, <laughs> but I don't, I don't really understand why everybody's being like, people are wrong for making this stuff. Like, <laughs> like you could just... I mean, I th- is there is Peppa Pig on Netflix or Stan? You could just have one of those on. No, people usually watch a lot of kids' videos on YouTube. Like, it's a really easy to way easy way because kids will look at a screen. That's about the only thing that'll keep them occupied for a long period of time. Yeah. So sometimes you just put YouTube on and just leave the room. <laughs> um, <laughs> and now someone has made this up. I'm sure this isn't real, like, but now it's starting. Now I bet they're going to try and fucking up. But, but YouTube were like, with the Momo thing, they were like, we've not had any actual reports of this. It's just like an urban legend. Yeah, I don't understand why people, why it's on 60 minutes and things like that. Like, what the <laughs> because fuck? Because old people are dumb. <laughs> and it's like, oh, no. The Peppa Pig one is fun, though, because there is violent Peppa Pig videos. Because I watched <laughs> one last. It was in Spanish, though, so I don't understand why it would autoplay. Was it where her, her head gets cut off? No, it was where she starts, she, like, cuts a bit of her dad out. She, like, cuts her dad open. Oh, no. I've, I've seen one where she gets de- beheaded. <laughs> See, funny. This is something that I would think is very funny. <laughs> and honestly, if my kid watched it, I'd be like, good, you're learning about death. <laughs> well, I mean, hopefully it wouldn't autoplay because yeah. I think there's like It'd be a different YouTube. channel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, kids fucking love YouTube. So I can understand yeah. the hysteria. But again, why don't you look it up instead of looking at this grainy screen crap, screen cap that's like three phones deep. Yeah. And it is a lie. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I would just get Stan because Stan is ten dollars a month for the cheapest subscription. And it's got 14, every Disney it's going movie up to ever. Fourteen bucks. Nah. Oh, it's ten dollars. If it's ten dollars, if you choose, you can only play it on one screen at a time, which oh, is like, yeah, I'm not watching two screens at once. Oh, uh, you know what? I'd pay for the more expensive subscription, but someone else uses my subscription. You'll never guess who. Mark. Well, yeah, obviously Mark. That's your mum. No. Your sister. No. Michelle Brazier. No. <laughs> Tarzo. Danielle! <laughs> You're just raising someone your sinister. Eyes. Momo. <laughs> mm. Yeah, it's Momo. Who? Who's someone? Peter. Sinister? Oh, Peter. Oh, fuck you, Peter. Get your own Stan subscription. <laughs> I was so confused because I went on Stan and it's like, continue watching Little Britain. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> That is very funny. He should, ma- Peter. You should just make your own profile up, okay? You do not need to ruin Naomi's whatever she wants to watch. Honestly, though, I've watched Siren, and I, it's like a stand show, and it's it's like a mermaid show, and it's it's lame, but I love it. Is it like a kids show? No, it's for adults. Hmm. Are we sure? Yes. It would be too scary for kids. <laughs> The mermaids aren't pretty. They're scary too. <laughs> do they have? They're do they scary. have weird coloured eyes? Yes, they do. <laughs> and they're like tails aren't beautiful colours. They're like grey. Let me find a picture of one. Ooh, okay, how we have spooky. T- Siren. 
season two is out, but it's not on Netflix yet, so I think I'm going to have to download it, but I also shouldn't spend time watching stuff. Um, anyway, let me find... Okay, look, this is a photo of one. It's like a spooky. Ooh. Scary. Oh, no. Oh, no, scary. She's still sexy, but I'm spooked out. She's got, she's got scary teeth, look. Ah! Oh, when she's a moment. Are you? Do you still ah. think it's sexy? Yeah, with those teeth. Yeah, I'd lick them. Wouldn't really. Um. <laughs> anyway, I have been listening to the audiobook of Eggshell Skull. Have you read that book? Yes, I love it. Um, I've it got is, the book too over there. It is such a good th- book, and I keep trying to talk to her about talk about it to people, and I realize it's not something that you should just bring up. No. Do you know who else is has read it? Who? Vic Zerbst. Good friend. We've oh, talk, discussed it at length. Yes. Oh, yeah, because I was with... Okay, so Eggshell Skull is this book about... Um, a trigger warning here. Yeah. <laughs> it's about, like, uh, the writer um, working in the justice system, working as a judge's associate on, like, mostly child sex offence cases. Yeah. And then, like, um, gaining the courage to um, charge her abuser. Yeah. And um, anyway, I'm, like, halfway through it. But, yeah, I was at... um. We saw her at Splendor in the Grass. Yeah, we saw her do the talk and that's when, straight after the talk, that's when Jono ordered the book for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the author's name is Bree Lee and yeah, it's She's a She's a very book. good writer yeah, because I just finished listening to another audiobook. Yeah. Which I will not name, but it was so bad. Um, the writing was just awful and she just like, this author just like repeated herself so many times saying the most innocuous things. And I was like going insane, and then hearing. Can we? You're editing it out. Can you tell me what it is, and then we'll yes, edit it out. um, book. Oh really? That's no good. God damn it! I was gonna get that with my free audible book. Do not do it. Okay. Good job. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it just. But listening to that first, and then listening to this, um, I was like, oh, oh, this is. Good. She's writing with meaning, not just trying to fucking fill pages yeah um but anyway so i'm obsessed with it and i keep just like bringing it up to like i was working on like a kids tv show and, like <laughs> oh yes great place great yeah. place and on the morning on the way in i just be listening to like all these stories about <laughs> child sex offenses and then i'd get in and be like man justice systems failed us hasn't it and they're like uh uh, what? Can you just say your lines? <laughs> it's a lot of fun. I'm ad-libbing, guys, about something real. Yeah. What, do you want to know or do you want to turn a blind eye like everyone else? Um, we'll do a post on the Instagram so that you link to this book maybe. It is it's such a, great a book. good book and it's so eye-opening and I recommend anyone buys it. Everyone should read it except if you have committed a sex offence, then don't read it because... Um, then you learn what to watch out for when people are trying to. But maybe you'll get an insight into the what you've caused people. <laughs> yeah. But also, I guess if you knew that, you probably wouldn't have done it. So <laughs> I don't know. You probably would have known that would have been a fucked thing to do if you had a. Yeah. All right. Don't read it if you're a, married if you're a sex at offender. first sight. Yes, yeah, sorry. Let's get in. We've been talking for twenty minutes. Have uh, we really? No, we're pro. I reckon. I reckon we've been talking for ten minutes. I reckon. Okay, that's fine. Um, so maths. I have um been just uh wanting to kill yourself or yes, and yeah. I've like my notes. The quality of the notes that I've taken has dwindled. Okay, like, I yes. was working like ten hour days last week, so it was pretty brutal. I'd like 
do like a full day and it's like really exhausting stuff. Um, and then I'd come home and watch this for an hour and a half. And then try and learn my lines for the next day and go to bed. And it's I fucking hated one. it so fucking much. I, I've taken, because you know I'm more, that's the only note I've taken. Because you know wow. that I'm more like a a memory person. I just, I'll remember and then go off what you say and then go on a tangent. Yeah, I was like, I can't not take notes because I know Danielle won't take notes. <laughs> and then we'll be fucked. I got it in my head, man. Um, what, what was the last episode that we, okay, so it was, so we're up to like the commitment ceremony from... Last from, week, a yeah. week ago. So we're this okay. This episode we're recording this on a Monday. Maybe I'll try and edit it and get it out today. Well, so we. Yeah. I say that now, and you'll all be listening, <laughs> being like, "It's Tuesday, bitch." Um. <laughs> uh. But anyway, yes. We got this to, today. We're going to do last week's commitment ceremony, all the episodes from during the week, and last night's commitment ceremony. Yes. Okay. Big. Let's get going. <laughs> let's talk fast. Let's get going. <laughs> um. Okay. So. Uh, commitment ceremony, we, yeah, I've literally got like four notes here. So we have Cyrell and Nick, Mm -hmm. who were down in the dumps, really, in this one. Um, Nick, so we know that Cyrell lost her fucking mind. Yeah. Last time. When you were editing it, did you think that we weren't harsh enough on Cyrell for... No, I think, I think, I, I didn't mind that we weren't harsh on Cyrell, because like, yeah, she got angry, but I feel like... She doesn't know how to handle her emotions and like she's and I think she's been working real hard on it. I think she's the type of person who can take feedback on board. Yeah. I also feel like she'd been prodded a lot and sure she shouldn't have done uh, some violent things. <laughs> she shouldn't have attacked, but also I feel like they did that on purpose to her because they knew that she would react that way. Mm-hmm. Because they knew that she's got problems with trust issues. Yeah. And so they wanted they wanted her to have those trust issues. And I think Nick handled it very well. I think Jess... I think either Jess was coaxed into um, making up that rumor and t- telling it to Martha or whatever. Or I think Jess did, like, think Nick was the next hottest th- thing because at that point Dan wasn't in the experiment. And... Um, mm. She was like, ah, well, maybe I'll hit on him. But I mostly think that the producers just wanted to incite some um, chaos. You think the producers would do that? I mean, I don't want to call them (laughs) mean or anything, but I would say that they could possibly do that. (laughs) Um, Yes, absolutely. Um, Anyway, commitment ceremony. Did people say we weren't hard enough on Cyrell? No, you put it in the description. You were like... Yes, okay, obviously what Cyril did was wrong. <laughs> like, you knew that people were going to be like, what the fuck? <laughs> well, I mean, we did kind of back her up. <laughs> <laughs> Cyril, um, you shouldn't be physically violent, but Martha is a fucking bitch. Seriously. Um, uh, yes, so she kind of breaks down, but Nick is like, has he fucking had enough? And he says, leave. Yeah. But she says, stay. I think that this was a good move on Nick's behalf because I think um, it meant that Cyril had to make some changes mm. and I think that was the only way she was going to make those changes but I think it was the kick that she needed. Oh my God, I'm talking about this show like it's a real thing. <laughs> Seriously, somebody kick me. <laughs> um, yes, yes. 
I think it's yeah because she's she likes to threaten to leave all the time as well. She's yeah. always like, "Well, you don't fucking like me. I'm fucking leaving." And then like for him to be like, "I'm genuinely leaving." Yeah. So like, oh shit, I can't threaten that anymore. Yeah. Because I'm, you'll just agree. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad that Cyril um is taking this seriously. I mean, see, I think Cyril was in this experiment for the right reasons. Like, I think she did want to meet somebody. Yeah. And I think Nick's the same. I think there are a few people who. Who were just in there because they were like, yeah, sick. Instagram followers. But Oh, really? Cyril yeah. seems to think that was why Nick was on the show. She really? She sort of said something like that on a podcast or something. Oh. But she was accusing him of that. But she's like, they wouldn't air any of that. Because they never air people being like, oh, you're... They did with Jess, though. Yeah, At that's the start. True. But I think maybe they wanted that narrative for a woman. Yeah, vapid bitch. <laughs> yeah. They wouldn't do it for a man. No. But I also feel like that's – isn't that what somebody said about um, ex-Virgin Matt? (laughs) They said that he was on the show for Instagram followers as well. Really? Yeah, somebody said that Uh, online. I thought he was just on the show to get his end in. I mean, that too. That too. That too. Now he's dating somebody. Yeah, Um, and they keep making out in public. That's not good. That's yuck. You hate that? Yeah, I feel like because I feel like it would look like some like Kristen Bethany like shit. Like I feel like it would look like first kiss, gross, like Christian like first wedding kiss when never kissed before. I feel like it would look like that, and it would make me uncomfortable. Honestly, though, I don't really like looking at anybody's public displays of affection. No, I find any display of affection gross in public. Yeah. I'm like, do that in your own house. <laughs> Shut the door. Don't let me see it. I feel grossed out. Like when I get grossed out sometimes when my mum like and her partner hug each other. I'm <laughs> okay. like, yuck, mum. I was like, we're on the same page, but you've lost me again. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and I like them both. I like my mum and I like her partner. But as soon as anybody's like, somebody sits on somebody's lap, I'm like, yuck. <laughs> Stop. I definitely do that. Um, <laughs> so, sorry, I guess. You should be. Jesus Christ. This was a personal attack on my own. <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> it's all Mark. <laughs> um, okay, we also have um, some a couple of notes. Susie and Billy. Is this their first ceremony? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, Billy and Susie. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> they have had a rough week. Um, Susie is very aggressive. I mean, Billy seems like, I mean, I wouldn't want to be in a relationship with Billy either. He seems annoying, but Susie treats him with no respect whatsoever at all. No, and John calls her out on this one. John loves calling women out. Yeah, he does. Has he ever called a man out? No, I don't think so. Like, the only thing we got was someone telling Bronson not, not to use the word cunt. Yeah, but that was one of the ladies too. Yeah, that was one of the ladies. And also a fucking petition (laughs) resulted. A petition? Yeah. Oh, to say don't do that to Bronson. (laughs) Yeah, well, to be like, because Innes was being like emotionally abusive. Yeah. But he, but like with every other couple, it's just been the women being told that. Yeah, they need to change. When Heidi, I'm sorry, but Heidi should absolutely not be with. I wrote this is the only night I note I wrote for the show. I think John Aiken gave the two female experts the same feedback he gave Heidi because now they just sit there quietly. 
because honestly, I don't even know their names because they don't talk. John seems to be the only expert who gives, like, they occasionally say, like, hmm, that's nice. Yeah. And you're like, what the fuck? This is some sort of, why aren't they talking? Why aren't they saying, um, I actually think Mike seems like a fucking psycho. No one seems to know. I don't understand because he, like, the way he holds his face comes across to me as psycho. Yeah. Like, I look at him and I see him as, like, I would be like, you know those people who are, are like, handsome, but there's something off about them where you're like, oh, no. (laughs) You know? Oh, no. Oh, no, you're not. You know, like, those, like, there'd be, like, boys at school who were, like, attractive, but they were so odd that everybody was like, oh, no, they're, like, I don't understand how you can look up but also be not, like, be disgusting and weird at the same time. I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay, we had, like, a hot boy at our school. But, like, it's like if you saw photos of him, you'd be like, he's cute. But if you ever talked to him, you'd be like, ah, I got the heebie-jeebies. Yes. Yeah, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, For sure, he's disgusting and I hate him. Anyway, um, John basically has a go at Susie saying that she is treating Billy with no respect. Which, to be fair, is, is true. true. <laughs> that is true. I'm happy with that feedback. Fair. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that she basically needs to start talking to him like a human being. Yeah. We're all pro this narrative. <laughs> um, and then we get to Jess and Mick. Um, I'm trying to remember why they were fighting last ceremony. They were fighting last ceremony because um, Mick felt like Jess was talking. Like, Mick felt like Jess had made out that he was like a sex pest oh yeah and then mick felt like he this wasn't is after getting... he said i push her sexual boundaries for a laugh yes 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 yes, yep. yes, yes okay yes. and he, she made him sound like a sex pest yes and also i watched a video sure. doing of people of all the contestants doing their auditions and mick said he wanted to come on the show um because it's very hard to find a partner because you can't just chase him around anymore Ugh. chase so, him around the park yeah you can't chase him around the park anymore so Let's give Mick the benefit of the doubt. Um, but he's a cool, good dude. Um, anyway, yeah, he... Um, Neighbours are back out. What, are they having a party? What's happening here? <laughs> Big party. I don't know. Um, yeah, so Mick was upset because um, Jess ma- made out like he was a sex pest. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he withdrew all affection from her. Um, and then... He was like, now I'm not getting any affection back. This doesn't feel right. And Jess is like, oh, no. (laughs) Oh, you think I don't like you? That's You've got the wrong end of the stick. (laughs) I definitely am all in this. You are a real catch. (laughs) (laughs) She's very convincing. (laughs) Yes. Um, So she says stay and it's basically like time for Jess to get her act together. Yeah. Jess needs to Jess needs to work on being more receptive to the creepy advances she's getting. Whereas Mick, um, mm-hmm. Mick doesn't really need to do anything. No, 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 not at all. He's never done anything wrong. No, and it when seems. they want Jess wants communication, and Mick wants a chat. So what Mick wants is Mick seems to want somebody to like be like, oh yeah, and how was the bloody beach this morning? Was it good? Did you have a good time? Yeah, we we touched some sand. We found a cool shell. Um, and Jess sort of wants more like, oh, and um, why do you treat me this way? <laughs> 
that sort of chat. So it's a, it's a bit different, their communication styles, um, but I think they are definitely compatible. <laughs> yeah, Mick's like froffies yeah. and Jess is like, can I tell you I'm sad? Yeah, my uh, I ha- didn't get to spend a lot of time with my dad growing up. Um, so I've got some things I'd like to talk to you about. But um, I guess we are going to talk about the women's basketball final again. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, we also have the other thing of note is we have Mel and Dino. They go, finally. Thank um, God. Yeah, Mel is so upset. Um, and last podcast, I talked about how it could be possible that Dino felt gaslighted by Mal and that's why he wanted to record it. Yeah. But then here at the commitment ceremony, she's like, let's listen to the recordings. You yeah. won't let me listen to it. And he's like, cause that's not what it's about. And she's like, that's literally what it was about to prove. Yeah. So that you thought, but she's like, you've changed your story. You've changed the story of what I've said so many times. Yeah. I think so. He's the one who's fucking gaslighting her. Yeah, I think he read between the lines and thought it was super bad. Mm-hmm. When when he listened back to it, he was like, "Oh no, she was just talking. Like she said those things to me. Yeah, like we've had those discussions. I'm just upset because I thought it was between us, and she's talking to her sister about it. But yeah. also, it's her sister. It's not like it's the media, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, and I think he listened back to it and was like, "Oh." And then Mel has accused him of overreacting before and he has overreacted here. <laughs> and he was like, oh, well, I can't show it to her now. Yeah, Better fuck. dig in. <laughs> dig in my heels. Well, and apparently I think I read that he was also recording them talking about it. What? Like a conversation between them later on. Oh, yeah, because that's how she found out about the initial recording because she found out he was recording that conversation. Yep. And then that's when, yeah, that's put it on. That's just fucking weird. Do you know yeah. she's a fucking psycho? Yeah, he's fucking weird. She just had enough. Yeah. Well, I mean, they never had any chemistry at all. Mm-mm. She, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I'm glad. Mel's a beautiful angel and she should go and f- be with somebody who's going to appreciate her. And not record her from the other Yeah. Room. Um. Anyway, they both say leave. Dino reads a poem he's written about Mel. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Saying that she lights up any room she walks in. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's nice, but it's weird. <laughs> yeah, he didn't need to do the poem. Um, I don't know whether he that was his idea or that was a producer's idea to make him more. Oh, that weird. was his idea for sure. Yeah, okay. He's a strange man. Yeah, he's a psycho. All right. So, and then everyone else stays. Mm-hmm. Those are the ones. Did Susie and Susie and Billy both said stay last time, didn't they? Yeah. Which was a psycho move on both their behalves. So that, <laughs> that was never going to get better. <laughs> well, I think they they both did it for Instagram followers. So, they both are like, oh, fuck. We got to yeah. keep in this. Yeah. Because, I mean, he is a model. Yes. Um, And Susie... I think does seem like she would also want to have followers. Like, yeah, you know, absolutely. Um, okay, so this week we have hometown. Yay for the men! Maps hometown. Maps hometown. Boys hometown. Boys hometown. Well, you know what we haven't talked about the fact that um, they don't have any queer couples in this. Yeah. Why is that? Like, I th- there's no reason for it. Honestly, I think queer couples probably. I feel like they wouldn't have signed up for it considering 
this show in the past was like you know in debates about like oh okay so we're marrying strangers but we can't get married if we've been in love for so long I don't know I feel like it would be hard because I feel like there would be less sign-ups but also it doesn't seem like they're actually pairing people up so they would just be like we'll just put these two guys together um yeah uh no I think I think queer people would definitely sign up you reckon well I don't I wouldn't I wouldn't say that Channel 9 would pick anything other than, like, um, white, cis, gay people. Yeah. Or bi. Um, so, yeah. I I don't know. Like, there's no reason not to do it. It's literally about marriage. Marriage has yeah. changed. It seems like it's just in the zeitgeist to do that. But then I guess they think, well, that's one less couple that can possibly cheat with other couples and yeah, we want to just keep if those. You get, if one of the people in the couple or both of the people in the couple are bi, then you could have cheating still, okay? We can figure out ways to make the gay couples cheat. Yeah. Well, oh my God. Also, there's news. What? Apparently, Bachelor in Paradise gets queer. Oh. Are you excited? I mean, let's see how queer first. <laughs> well, um, well, that's what Osha said. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Because in my mind, it's like, oh, we're just going to see two girls kissing and then that's it. It's like, oh, we've gotten queer. But it's really just like a, oh, look at those sexy girls making <laughs> out. <laughs> um, that's still queer. I mean, it's through a straight gaze. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> still through a straight male gaze. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> but all I'm saying is I'll be there too going, oh, yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, I'm very excited for that. But, yeah, I don't know why. Like, it just seems like a missed opportunity to make it, like, different and more interesting than just – it feels so tired. And I haven't even seen the past seasons, but this show just seems so exhausting. Yeah. I'm so exhausted of this show. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I got confused when we had intruders come in. (laughs) I was like, pardon? (laughs) I don't understand how this helps. Intruders. like yeah how do the intruders help us it's just because you were like okay well firstly now we've just got kind of boring couples so we need some intruders let's quickly marry two more people who didn't make it through to the first rounds Mm. it's the same as bachelor in paradise when people start getting comfortable and like truly coupling up then you need to put new people in yeah to um just make them feel worse yeah well (laughs) honestly you couldn't have a show about Jules and Cam and Martha and Michael. No. And we know that Jess and Mick aren't going to last much longer. No. And then Heidi and Mike are kind of like boring to watch even though, you know. Upsetting to watch, i Upsetting to watch, yeah. That is true. Because Mike is always – all Mike loves to say is that Heidi's overreacting. Heidi's yep. always overreacting. I just told another woman that she should fuck her husband or he would leave. Heidi's overreacting. (laughs) And then I specifically went um, behind her back to talk to that woman without her so that she wouldn't contradict the story I told Heidi, which probably wasn't the truth. Now she's mad at me. Jesus. (laughs) Christ. We know what you're doing, Mike. I'm always terrified that someone, one of them is actually going to listen to our podcast and like get upset. I mean, yeah, I thought about (laughs) that the other day because I think at the start I – I think at the start I wasn't a big Cyrell fan and now I've changed my mind and I'm worried that Cyrell would listen and not not like not get that far. Not get that far to the point where she's like the person that we love. We're defending her physical violence. 
Tyrell. <laughs> um, well, they do. They do come across our Instagram sometimes. Like yeah. Mal saw the post where um, we call her a queen. Yeah, <laughs> the most beautiful, the most beautiful person in the world. <laughs> um, so that was all right. And then yeah, last night I posted. We got some. Um, we got some um, info about Bachelor in Paradise. We have our Queen Cat returning. Mm-hmm. Na- Naomi's number one crush yeah. and Queen Bitch <laughs> of the Bachelor most recent season. Hottest villain. Um, <laughs> and see, that's why I like funny, mean women. Uh, do you think you know why? <laughs> Maybe? <laughs> Do you think it has anything to do with um, <laughs> just, do you know, are you, do you understand what I'm putting down? Maybe Adam no, t- Tedding Life? Um, oh, just because um, I think maybe you may identify uh, <laughs> as a funny mean woman. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm like the kind of person who I did, um, I did a... That fucking Pottermore, is that the your Harry Potter shit website? Patronus Challenge? Yeah. Yeah. And I really wanted Slytherin and I got like, I think I, I got like Hufflepuff or something and I was so pissed. Yeah, you would be pissed. Um, they also definitely got that wrong because you're either a Slytherin or a Ravenclaw. It might have been, ra- no, it was Hufflepuff. Hufflepuff is like, they're one for the outcasts. <laughs> Thank you for saying I'm not Hufflepuff <laughs> That's right, because no, I feel like you would be... That a, makes me feel like a Hufflepuff. You would be... I feel like you'd be a Slytherin or a Ravenclaw, because Ravenclaw is, like, wit... Like, wit... You know, witty. Yeah. But also they more... Like, the houses that stick together is, like, uh, Gryffindor and Hufflepuff. They sort of stick together, and then Ravenclaw and Slytherin sort of stick together more. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be in the smart, mean crowd. Yeah. For sure, if they let me in. <laughs> yeah, no, that's what I was getting at before. <laughs> Um, anywho, um, so I posted the picture of Kat and I was like, huge news. And then it was also Alicia from last season who was friends with Kat and Romy. And I posted (laughs) not as huge, but still news. And then she somehow stumbled across it. She said, ha ha ha, I'll take it. (laughs) And I was like, oh no. (laughs) Also, she is Knows Vic Zerbst. Oh my God. Everything comes back to Vic Zerbst I know. They went to uni together or something. Yeah. Um, Anyway, yeah, so if anyone's listening to this, I'm sorry. Mike, I'm not sorry. Um, No, Mike, you're a psycho. Yeah. And even your dad thinks you're fucking weird. Yeah, we don't have to respect you because you don't respect women. Um, Anywho. Mike doesn't respect anybody who isn't him. Oh, except for the boys in the experiment because yes, he thinks he's like always coaching them on how to not be a pushover. And also looks down upon people who treat their wives with respect. Yeah. He's like, what, you didn't just, like, push her head down? <laughs> what? what? <laughs> you know you're in control, right? Women, they want alphas. You've got to be an alpha, dude. Um, okay, Mike, thanks for the relationship advice from a man who's never had a long-term relationship or been in love. <laughs> you totally know what you're doing. <laughs> Fucking bald cunt okay so um mick lives on a farm we mm-hmm. see jess um trying to herd sheep which she she's really trying to make an effort even yeah. though she's terrified i don't know why she's terrified goats. of sheep um i mean they have hooves 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 <laughs> hooves hooves what's wrong with hooves 
I think it's hooves. Yeah, it's okay, definitely whatever. hooves or hoof. I think hoofs. hooves. They have hooves. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on. <laughs> um, what else? Mick seems to be disgusting. By the way, I'm sorry, but because he's not a farmer, because he's Is like he? no, he's like a plasterer. Um, he just, oh, he just has, has a f- he just has acreage goats. and has goats and shit, and I'm just like kind of annoyed with him because I'm also like every farmhouse I've ever been to has been beautiful. Like, oh yeah, and this house is like for some reason painted the weirdest shade of bright green I've ever seen. <laughs> There's just like bird shit on couches and stuff. I was like, I'm sorry, but why didn't you get somebody to go around and do a clean up before you came mm. home? Like. This is not going to be the thing that, like, your bed was stinky and not made. And Jess was like, what the fuck? And he seemed Try to make a good impression. a size bed. Was he serious? Or was he just making a I joke? I think he was making a joke. It's just that none of his jokes are funny. Oh, okay. They really aren't. No. God, I fucking hate Mick. Um, all right. And then we, okay. The, the house that was the most astounding to me was Mark's house. Yeah, Mark had two spoons and no nothing. I was like, I understand he's single, but like, I mean. That's crazy. Okay, yeah. we're talking, you open the pantry, there's literally nothing there except like three red solo cups. And a protein powder. That's his thing. cups. He doesn't have a glass, he doesn't have glasses or mugs. Yeah, I mean, yes, I'm very confused because like, I mean, Baz and Jono before I was with Jono, they, they were single men and they still had um cups everyone has cups they had knives and forks (laughs) spoons everyone has plates and cutlery and glasses and mugs microwave kettle you know but for some reason where he's lost on (laughs) spoons and forks and things he has two body pillows oh i can't and then by the way does seem really comfy but also you know he said i'm nervous about having ning in my house because um, you know, I don't really have like bring women here. And someone was like, what about when you like, you know, if you've ever had a one night stand or something? And he's like, nah, I don't want women knowing where I live. What the <laughs> because fuck they're is crazy. That? Because they're going to come back. It reminds me of this Vice article. Yeah, they'll from- come back and be like, I bought you a $10 cutlery set. <laughs> I don't want anything from you. I just want you to live like a fucking human. <laughs> It's oh, just the empty cupboard space. It looks like a set. It looks like a fake house. Yeah. It looks like. Have you seen Arrested Development? No. They're talking about like attention to detail, and meanwhile they like open a cupboard to like get some food out, and it's literally just an empty cupboard with one muesli bar, and he's just like, <laughs> "It's very funny." But that's this, but it's reality, yeah. <laughs> and it's so sad. And it's like, what do you? Okay, so I read this Vice article in two thousand and five, and it was like. You know, Gavin McInnes was one of the founders of Vice. Um, so he's the, no, he also created the Proud Boys. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Anyway, this Vice article from 2005, it was like, how to fuck strippers. And one of the rules was like, never like take them to your house. You don't want them hanging around like, um, like rabid dogs. Like, rabid dogs? And it's like, make sure you have the right kind of drugs. So that, you know, you have something to lure them in. But then they'll come, pe- keep coming after you for drugs. So make sure you don't go to your house. And, and I was like, this is the most fucking disgusting thing. What? And I'm like, did Mark read this article? Because that's how he, like, I don't want them knowing where I live. Yeah. It's such like a weird fucking thing to say. They're not going to hang around your house. I mean, I like to think that he knows that it's fucked. Um, but I also don't understand. I'm just confused by 
he seemed to be like like Ning was like, oh, he's showing me around Melbourne and he's just showing me like nightclubs and bars and stuff. But I have three kids. Like I don't, I'm not <laughs> gonna want to hang out at nightclubs and bars. And also, I only found out recently. You know, Ning's from Townsville, my hometown. So we're gonna go to Townsville tonight and tomorrow night and the next few oh nights. hell yeah yeah and i hope that mark falls in love with townsville because you can be a personal trainer everywhere she can't just mm. move her like i mean you can just move your kids but i don't think that she should move her kids well like, what's he got going on exactly in Melbourne? what are they gonna what's move in to his two-spooned apartment two-spooned no apartment. <laughs> she's got a house set up obviously she's got three kids like yeah he has a house but he doesn't have a home <laughs> exactly and if he likes Nature walks, if he likes being outdoors and active and stuff, well, then Townsville's the place to be, babe. Mm. What? You, there's also bars in Townsville. I mean, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't want to go to bars in Townsville. But there's some nice ones. Yeah. There is some nice ones. Don't poo-poo my town. <laughs> it's actually a Would beautiful place. Would you want to live there now? No, but the only reason I wouldn't want to live there is because there's I can't do comedy there. Mm-hmm. If if they had a big comedy scene that was thriving, it would be a lovely place to live. Okay. Uh, actually, right. no, I couldn't live that close to my family because I love them, but I don't want to have to like see them every weekend. <laughs> know what I mean? No, no I don't. I love weekend. my family. <laughs> I do video chats with them every single day. <laughs> really? Yeah, pretty much. Wow. We just have a Facebook group chat, and we just whenever I'm whenever one of us is bored, just press that boop, press that video camera button, just see who's about to have a chat. Well, you really are an extrovert. I am. I'm I an introvert am. and I'm like, I want to be alone for like two weeks before I talk to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want to be alone. <laughs> then I'm with my thoughts. <laughs> um, okay, we have Susie and Billy in Byron Bay. Um, that's where Billy's from. And then we see Billy's um, calendar that he did for charity. Yes. For mental health, I think. Yes. Um, and he's naked in it. Yeah. With his dick out, which you can't see on the show, but I no. went on Twitter and I found it very easily. Yeah. And was it good? Yes. <laughs> okay. I have this. Well, because it's like, oh, you have to know the difference between like a flaccid and an erect penis. And it's like. Everybody knows the difference. She has a daughter. Like, yeah. she knows. <laughs> Everybody knows the difference between a flaccid and an erect penis. Yeah. And also, not that small. No. Even flaccid. Not very small. No. All right. Yeah. All right. So I was like, I don't know what, why you need excuses. Like, yeah, dude, like, it's fine. Dude, it's fine. Maybe he thought because it isn't like smaller when it's flaccid, he thought she would think that it was erect because it wasn't super small. It could be the size of a normal man's penis or something, but I don't know. Because um, I feel like the angles would just, you know. It was very much flaccid. Yeah. Okay. I like the hand movement you did. Yeah, it was just sort of flopping down. It was down. flopped. <laughs> it wasn't. Um. Anyway, she seems pretty impressed by that. Yeah. Which okay. I don't know how I would feel. I don't know if it's the type of thing that would turn me on a guy would be seeing like. Their big flaccid penis? <laughs> I mean, give or take the penis. Just the, 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 the earnestness of a nude calendar. Yeah, I mean, being in a nude calendar would be like I think I think there's something so funny about the fact it's a full nude calendar for mental health. <laughs> that's that's kind of weird. To well, me. that's what people buy. People want to see dick, Danielle. <laughs> well, you're gonna have like a mental 
you can have a calendar as just like facts about mental illness. No one will buy it. That's true. You gotta Maybe get Billy's dick out. You could get some um, waterfalls or something with some quotes over the top. Mm. Maybe, but that that would, yeah. I'm, yeah. I mean, maybe it's also just to raise money. So, the I suppose the calendar's not raising awareness for mental health. It's the money that's yes. going towards it. I did yeah. forget about that. I thought the calendar was going to help you get through a tough time. <laughs> that's where I got confused. I love when people raise awareness about stuff and like accompany it with like a really hot picture of themselves. <laughs> Which I saw a little bit of on International Women's Day the other day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There was loads of like super sexy photos. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> I mean, good, good, good on everybody for being <laughs> sexy, sexy women. Yeah, good on them. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, so Raul talks to Nick's family. Mm-hmm. Tells them that she fucked up. She said basically. that she's not been a good wife to his son. Mm. to her son the mum she yep. said that to the mum and then everybody was uncomfortable that she was crying <laughs> um and they were like, it's okay it's okay but i feel like that made them like her more because they were like oh she cares she does care yeah beautiful viral yeah beautiful sweet angel she does um i hate to say this she she really needs to fix her um makeup, makeup. yeah oh my god she just has the contour it's like a shade of ash. Yeah, it's like dirt on the cheekbone, but then underneath the eye, it's like white as well. Like, it's like, it's like if I just want to see her with like, honestly, just put the one color foundation all over and I would rather see that. Just leave it. Yeah. Don't, don't put it because it's also like it goes from being like skin, like a bit shiny, but not super shiny. Like it looks natural skin on her forehead and her chin. And her nose, and then underneath the nose and around the corner, it goes from like white to brown dirt, and it's also matte, so it really shows up the difference. Well, yeah, I just think she's over contouring, and she's just like basically using contour as blush, and it looks awful. It does, but it's been like that since the start, and I don't think it's been driving me crazy this entire time. And I feel bad bringing it up because it's so like superficial and doesn't matter, but it's fucking driving me crazy. Do you think that? it's something that shows up more on camera maybe and it doesn't show up in real life because I feel like she'd be able to see in the mirror. Well, I was was thinking about this and then I like went back through Instagram and like I found videos that seem to be from recently since the show's been airing and she's still wearing her makeup the same way. Whereas like you have... um, People would be saying it, she's doubling down. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Elizabeth has like changed her look completely since the show and she like... She's got brown hair Pull her makeup back like you know stopped having such because she broke the rule you're supposed to have big eyes or big lips not both like you have to draw attention to one of them she's doing big lips now i think yeah so she's sort of like chilled with the eye makeup and she looks really fresh face she does look great because she's Um, she she's got such a beautiful face yeah but you can i can imagine you like not really thinking about it or knowing what you look like i know kira from the bachelor got a nose job after she saw the the bachelor and she was like Fuck that. And yeah, she went and got a nose job. That's so brutal. Yeah. And then I think after Bachelor in Paradise, she like got filler taken out of her lips. Loads of people do that. Get the, get, there was a lady on Married at First Sight last year, Tracy, who had like heaps done to her lips. Um, And afterwards, like she got it undone because she'd lick her lips all the time Mm. because um, apparently if they blow your lips up too big, 
the inside bit of your lip is now the outside bit of your lip and that bit needs to stay moist all the time. So she'd constantly be licking it to keep it moist and everybody's like, what the fuck? Ah, uh, um, yeah, Kira used to like lick her teeth and lips heaps too. That's weird. Yeah. That's crazy. That happened. I'm going to quickly pause this for a second. I'm going to go to a pee. Okay. I'll be back in three seconds. I'm a fast peer. Okay, we're back. Wow, that was three seconds. Yes, I told you. <laughs> um. Uh. Okay. But what else? Oh yeah. Then we have the Susie and Billy fight. What the fuck? <laughs> so this started firstly because in the morning, Susie said, um, "Do you have any sweetener?" And Billy said, "Yes." And then Billy couldn't find the sweetener um, because he said he thought his housemate had sweetener. Then he couldn't find the sweetener. And then uh, Susie thought of that as a lie. No, that's not what happened. That's not Sorry, what happened? I'm going to disagree with you there. You're going to disagree with me there? Yeah. I don't think Billy thought he had sweetener ever. I think he did think he had sweetener. Nah, the way he answered that question was fucking weird. I've seen people like that before. I'm sorry, but Billy would drive me up the fucking wall. Okay, so here's what I think. Billy is, and this is like, I completely understand, and like he's not being malicious, but people like this drive me insane who lie to get out of just like tiny things like if he'd said no i don't have sweetener she would have been like oh damn right she's not that crazy she wouldn't have been like bah! um but the way he looked at her he was like yes i have sweetener even though he didn't and then she's like do you and he's like yeah oh yes uh He's like, oh, fuck. Oh, now I've just said I have sweetener. He did not have sweetener. And I don't think he thought he had sweetener at all. I don't know. I feel like that's a normal thing to be like, yeah, I got sweetener. And then you have a look and you're like, I don't. I thought I did. You watch it again. That's not the way it went. The way I saw it, I was like, this is one of those people who just lie to like get out of things that aren't. I think we already talked about how. But I don't understand how this could have even ever been a thing where he would have been like, I'll be in trouble if I don't have sweetener. Because I think there's, there's types of people who just do little white lies just to appear better or fit in. Because it reminded me of this girl I went to primary school with who was like my best friend at the time, but she would just lie about everything. And it just drove me up the fucking wall because it's stuff that you didn't need to lie about. For example, if you didn't have sweetener, like just say you don't have sweetener. I'm going to know. But like I like she would just lie if we'd like talk about a movie we'd seen, we'd be like, have you seen it? She'd be like, yeah. And it's like, you know, she hadn't. And like, I remember once, and this wasn't the right thing to do, but also I was like 11. <laughs> so everyone get over it. <laughs> we just like me and my friend, like just, we just wanted to test it because like, we were basically sick of being gaslighted by her. Yeah. And so we just made up a fake show and we were like, oh, did you watch? I think we called it flower power. Did you watch flower power last night? And she was like, yeah. Cool. And I was like, what was your favorite part? And she was like, what was yours? I was like, oh, when they kissed? And she's like, yeah, same. You got her. And yeah. It was just good. Like, we weren't like, ha ha, we got you. Like, we didn't say anything about it. But it was just like, okay, now I know that that. I remember I slept at her house once and um, and there was a pillow or like a, a teddy bear next to me on the bed. And I rolled over and it, um, and it fell off the bed and then the next morning um I woke up and she was like oh you crazy last night you were like sleep talking and like you were like being crazy and and you like picked up that teddy and you threw it that's why it's on the floor and and I was like 
I kicked it. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but it's that kind of thing. Like that's a little bit more. She's putting more effort into it at that point. But yeah, it was that, that kind of psycho. Um, and then so they have that fight about the sweetener where she's like, "Do you or do you not have sweetener?" And then he's like, "Uh, no." But I don't think he checked at that point. That's why I think he wasn't like. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yes, no, yes, no. Like he was just trying to please her. And then later they go surfing together. <laughs> <laughs> all of their fights are so <laughs> fucked i don't understand why i know that if even if he's doing the little white lies which the surfing one is uh, is a weird one where i'm like what why would you ever do that i know because but, he thought he didn't do a good job of surfing so he said he told Susie earlier he'd been surfing a couple of months ago and then after they went surfing he's like i haven't been surfing in two years she's like but the other, but just before day. you said you'd been surfing two months ago and he's like oh nah and then she's like, what? Like, which one's true? And he's like, oh, yeah, I did. I just forgot. No, you didn't forget. Like, why are you? That would drive me up the fucking wall. Yeah, but that's when I feel like you can't just go bonkers yelling at him. You've got to be like, what? stop doing these little white lies. Like, I know that you're lying when you're lying. Just don't do the white lies because it makes me not trust you. Yeah. And then hopefully that person would work on it. Because it doesn't, I don't understand the full-blown yelling and stuff, the way that no. she goes off. I'm like, okay, why is this happening? This doesn't need to happen. You just have a chat with him like an adult and say, I I know when you're <laughs> lying, so don't lie because that doesn't make our relationship better. It makes me not trust you. And then problem solved. Yeah, they're both wrong. Susie is very much more wrong because she just fucking goes off at him so bad. Yeah, Billy's just, just like, kind of like a child. Why do you lie to me? Like, um, And yeah, Billy is like a child. That's why I drive me crazy because being around people who do stuff like that, I don't react like that, but it's not. Yeah. It's never someone that I would spend that much time with. It's like cause yeah. that kind of stuff annoys me. But like she's forced to be around him. But like, yeah, I just be like, okay, and then I probably just wouldn't hang out with him again because yeah. I'd be like, that's fucking weird. Yeah, it's just weird behavior. Yeah, I would just have a chat because I mean, in re- I understand why he's never been in a long term relationship because he is an odd. He's kind of like what I was talking about before. It's like they're a good looking guy, but they're weird. And so people are He like, is weird. Oh my god, I thought it was so funny. I forgot to bring it up last episode, but the dinner part the dinner party like that was just before um everything we're talking about this episode, there was one point where Susie turns to Billy and Billy goes, I miss you. And Susie <laughs> just goes, Oh, <laughs> and like, like she looks like so disgusted with him, and just like rolls her eyes and turns her body away from him, and it's so funny. <laughs> like you, we, we're sitting next to each other. What the fuck are you talking about? I've also, also not been nice to you. Yeah, how could you miss me? I've been terrible to you. <laughs> yeah, this, these two, not good. I feel like, Mm-mm. I feel like maybe Billy and Lauren would have been a better matchup. Maybe, yeah. I feel like Lauren would have, like, been calmer with him and would have been able to be like, actually, no, please don't. Or how about you give Lauren someone who she doesn't need to give therapy to? (laughs) Yeah, that'd be helpful. (laughs) Um, I had a dream. Yes. That people were treated not based on the color of their skin. No, um, (laughs) that was funny. That was funny. That's where I thought you were going when you did the I had a dream. (laughs) No, I had a dream that um, I was walking Tarzo and Cyrell was near me and uh, I like Tarzo pulled on the leash and I dropped the leash and then 
the and then he ran straight past Cyril and I was like, grab the dog. And she just sort of watched and he ran onto the road and he nearly got hit by a car. So we're not friends with Cyril anymore. Well, then I watch Married at First Sight the next day and oh. Cyril has Nick's dog and then just like lets go of the lead because he pulls oh, on yeah, it. And I was like, <gasps> yeah. Basically, I'm psychic and I know that Cyril would not be a good dog owner. No, she just let that dog go. And I mean, I'm glad he was running into the ocean and not at another dog or not <laughs> or a, a thing. <laughs> yeah. But I like that Nick's like, well, you just let him go. He's just going to swim out now. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was also like, calm down, Nick. He's not going to just keep swimming out forever. <laughs> dogs aren't going to do you that. You don't know that dog. I, I sort of know some dogs, though. Um, uh,. Oh, yeah, so we have Tamara at Dan's house, even though meeting her family, even though they've only known each other for... Yeah, I don't understand why they're doing the same activities as the couples that have been there halfway through. Like, yeah, they should have, like, they should just be doing the the week on, like, the a few weeks alone first and then do a week where they go meet up with families. They should not be doing that second week in. Especially not when Dan's mum is like, do you love my son? Mm. And she's like, not yet <laughs> no and then the mum's like well this is a fucking waste of time yeah she's like i think you're insecure just to her face okay well now i am yeah you psycho and then dan's sister i think is like are you sexually attracted to him it's what weird. the fuck is going on here are you all sexually attracted to him <laughs> strange it's so bizarre poor tamara deserves better than dan she does deserve better than whatever dan. um i don't understand how their relationship went from Dan trying to woo her and Dan trying to, like, sleep with her to Dan having no interest in her unless he wants to fuck mm. and not not wanting to have, like, chats and stuff. He's a piece of shit. Yeah, he's a cunt. He, I knew it. This is what I said. This is what I said. Oh, all these romantic gestures are going to fucking fly out the window once they have sex. And they did. And he doesn't care about her. Yep. Anyway. <laughs> um... And they have a conversation about it, don't they? They have a conversation where she's like, I need someone who's really into me and like can't keep their hands off me. And he's like, yeah, well, I just need to, I don't have that connection there yet to be like all over you. And she's like, like, you did have that connection. But we had sex last night. And he's like, oh yeah, I felt it then, but not now. (laughs) It's like, no, you just wanted to fuck her, but you don't care about her. Yeah. Admit it. I mean, no, maybe not to her. That's. Might hurt her feelings, but... But, yeah, they should have... I mean, what I'm saying is, tomorrow you should have been better at being a good girl. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you weren't a good girl and this is what you get. This is what you get oh my now. God, that's you why, too like, easy. she's like, this is why you can't give it away straight away because I guess she did in whatever that dumb shit is. And now is. he doesn't respect and her. And now he doesn't care about her. Jesus Christ. Men. Men are dogs. Yeah, it's very annoying when it's like he tried... It was like hounding her mm. and she gave in now now he has no interest in her yeah and he's trying to fuck jess okay so um we have heidi and mike <laughs> at a oh yes at a cafe cafe talking and heidi says like something i can't remember exactly what she says something about falling in love and mike's like could you fall in love with me and heidi's like yeah for sure yeah like, you know, like, yeah, I'm getting there. And then Mike says, these are his exact words, maybe I'll try and fall in love with you. <laughs> yeah, and he thought that was sweet. <laughs> and maybe if he'd said, 
I could fall in love with you too. It would have been um, more what she wanted to hear. Yeah. But instead he said, well, maybe I'll try <laughs> and fall in love with you too. You don't really have to try, try. to fall in love with someone. I'll try. <laughs> but I don't know. <laughs> I'll, try. I'll do my best. I'll try. I mean, it's going to be hard because, I mean, you know. You overreact you. to you overreact to everyone when I'm babe. a cunt. <laughs> um. Anyway, Heidi doesn't take this the best, um, because that is the most brutal way to put it. Yeah, maybe I'll try. Maybe I'll try. Not even I will try. Maybe I'll try. Or not even maybe I will fall in love with you. It's maybe I will try to fall in love with you. Yeah. I'm not 100 percent sure on whether I will try, and again, I will have to try. Um, because it definitely won't happen on its own by me spending time with you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like if you said maybe I'll try about anything else, you, like you, you'd be like maybe I'll try and do the dishes. Okay, that man's not doing the dishes. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, Heidi absolutely is like, what the fuck? And everybody's like gaslighting her being like, uh, actually, it was a sweet thing because yeah. he's like, I was saying I could fall. And it's like, no, you're not saying exactly what you said because you don't remember, but she remembers. Yeah. And then she's saying, well, maybe I'll try. <laughs> um, And then we have Mick and Jess. They've sort of been doing okay. We're at Broxy's house. Broxy's back. For those of you who remember, he's the one who told the story about Mick taking Viagra and jacking off at the wedding. In Ellie Beach, yep. Um. And uh, they've they'd had a fight the night before because Mick called Jess's dad a drunk, his brother a fuckhead, and called her sister and, and friend cunts. Friend. I think it's cunt. I mean, they beep it out, but I reckon it's cunt. I thought he said. I thought the night before it was like sour bitches or something. I don't know. I feel like it's worse than fuckhead because they only beep the fuck. And they show their mouth saying it, but with cunt, yeah. they never even showed anyone's mouth miming the words. Yeah, I don't know. And I feel like they would say the word bitch on TV. Yeah. I think it was cunt. Okay. Um. Anyway, on one hand, yeah, her dad and her brother are awful, as we've read in the news. <laughs> yeah. And how he went to jail for, um, you know, nearly killing... Allegedly. And also his brother um, domestic violencing people as well. Just both of them domestic violencing. Allegedly. Um, But I don't care. You don't say that to someone about their family. No. It would be complicated enough to have to deal with the fact that your family were like that. And I guess you would have to choose between whether you wanted to have a family. Yeah. And like, you know, sort of accept and deal with that or just cut them off. And then to have someone saying that stuff. You just don't – it's just family are off limits. Yeah. And I don't know if that's, like, the most – I don't know if I can justify – like, I try to look past, like, tradition and that sort of stuff. But with that stuff, it's like, yeah, I say shit about my sisters all the time. But if anyone else said it back, like, even my yeah. dad, um, who's a very distant father, but if someone else says something, I'm like – Excuse me? Whoa. Like, fuck you. Like, yeah. no, that's not okay. Um. And also calling her sister and friend cunts is like just yeah I don't understand what they do like he thought they were getting to the point where they were openly communicating and I'm like I think there's a very big difference between saying I didn't 
get a great vibe from those people at the wedding and then yeah they didn't treat me very nicely and like I want you to know that that's how I feel rather than just being like oh yeah like just write off her entire family basically they're still her family maybe that's the thing at the end of the day like she can't walk away from them like no they're gonna be in your life for forever if you stay together which is not gonna happen (laughs) Anyway, he can't seem to. So that sort of explodes again at Broxy's house. And Broxy talks about how he did such a good job of, like, cleaning up all the bird shit off the veranda. Good on you, Broxy. Oh, good, Broxy. You cleaned your own balcony. Yeah. Um, Great. And he cleaned the bathroom as well. He probably scrubbed the toilet. Because <laughs> probably fucking covered in skid marks. Yeah. Um. Anyway, Jess and Mick. Jess is basically like, can we have some time alone? Broxy goes inside and then Mick, like, they have a bit of a spat and then Mick follows in after to, like, apologise to Broxy for all the drama and all the nonsense. And it's like, you've really upset someone and, like, she's actually pretty justified in this. Yeah. And he wouldn't apologise for it. Later on, he apologises for not what he not what he meant, but his, the language that he used. So he's basically apologising for swearing, which yeah. is not the point, I think. No, Jess is okay with swearing. She's fine with swearing. Yeah. Um, so, what a fucking dog. It's similar to, I guess, Cyril when she apologised for her violence, but not... Oh, yeah, not yeah. She did, the, she did the first apology, which was like, I'm sorry for doing something illegal, <laughs> but I'm not sorry for meaning to do it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, again, she did apologise for it properly later. Yeah. So, um, so let's not hold it against us, our sweet angel. Yes, she's on a journey, whereas Mick is a fucking idiot. <laughs> so we get to our dinner party episode. Um, and I think, have Jess and Mick been staying in separate apartments? Yeah, I think so. And then Jess shows up to be like, okay, let's sort of go to the dinner party together. Yeah. Mick doesn't seem interested in that. There's this really dramatic shot of the kettle boiling. Did you catch this? No. Just this. They've just... I don't know why they did it. I mean, you got to have content, you know? <laughs> and it wasn't like... It's like an old... It's not like the fucking kettle I have that whistles. Um, <laughs> oh, wait. So it doesn't whistle. It's just like... Ting. Yeah, there wasn't even a ting. It just like sort of stopped. After, it was just like... <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why is this happening? It's so weird. It's like someone got really... It's like they have a different director every episode and they're like... We're going to have... This is going to be huge. <laughs> this is going to be some miss on scene. Um, uh, but, yeah, so they decide... Mick says that they should just take separate cars. Um, even though Jess seemed to be sort of extending herself a little bit, even though he was a fucking asshole and he still wouldn't apologise. Yeah. And she was dressed up beautifully. And Mick was wearing, like, what... Above the knee board shorts and a long sleeve shirt. Yep. And she complimented him. Yep. She was like, that's nice. Is that a new shirt? <laughs> no. I've never been shopping in my fucking life. <laughs> Dickhead. Um, Susie and Billy before the dinner party are like, let's just be friends. And then they start fighting again. <laughs> um, I thought it was, yeah, Susie's a bit of a, she's a bit of an idiot. She came back after like being away from his house and then like, he was making them dinner and she's like, oh, who are you making dinner for? And he's like, you. And it looked like a good dinner too. Yeah, he really put effort in. It was like salad and then like it looked like pumpkin and something like pastries. It looked tasty. 
Yeah, like a, a sort of like a self-contained little meal. Yeah. Anything that requires some sort of ramekin or some sort of like folded up pastry, I'm like, damn, that's yeah, that's some like effort. a Kiev. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like you just, oh, who are you making dinner for? Oh, you. And she's like, you're a little cunt. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> just say thanks for the dinner, man. Come on. Just settle down. Try and just be your... Just please try and be nice. Susie. So there's still a bit of tension there. You can feel it. Um, And so they start arriving at the dinner party. Um, I've written Dan's a dog, but I can't really remember why. No, that's fine on its own. Oh, I think he was like, oh, I feel like I'm at school, like, two-timing the, these girls. Oh, yeah. Like, what like, was that? What's it's, That's not what school is for most people. No. Most times school is like... When you're like, oh, I've got the biggest crush on that person. They're going to be my soulmate for forever. Yeah. And then you spend two weeks, you don't know. Oh, yeah, no, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, it just goes to show that he was a dead shit in high school too. Yeah. It goes all the way back. He always didn't respect women. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Um, so Mick gets to the party before Jess and tells his side of the story which is basically I said some things. doesn't specify what he said because he knows he went too far and he knows that if he says it out loud, then they won't side with him. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, you know, I, oh, you know, she just overreacted, blah, 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 paints Jess out to be the villain. And um, he says, oh, I apologize. I said, I'm sorry for the language I use, blah, blah, blah. And then Martha goes, but did you apologize for talking down to her family? Gets cut off by Mike. Of course. And then he goes, well, we don't know. What he said, and it's like, well, why don't you fucking let him answer the question? Because it's yeah. like, whenever any man is asked about his accountability in an issue, Mike literally fucking interrupts whatever woman is speaking to be like, "Hey, you leave this guy alone." Like this is what he does all the time. Yeah, he's such a like. I don't understand how he thinks that men are always the victims in every situation. Always, he doesn't believe or trust women. No, and that's it's so frustrating to watch because like he just. He just will literally interrupt women anytime they say anything bad about any man ever. And it's like, well, I guess because he thinks he's fine, that he thinks all other men are angels because they are all 10 times better than him, even when they're cunts. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> he's like, all these guys are so good. Well, this is why I think um, my, I was talking to somebody when I was in Brisbane and they were saying that women are, women are bitches and um, like women bitch more than men, and and I was like, uh, oh, I think you're wrong there. <laughs> I think maybe you call it something else, maybe. But men are fucking the men are massive bitches too. Yeah, don't act like men don't bitch. M- men are brutal too. <laughs> men will like gang up on a guy. Yeah, like me- men will do exactly the same. Don't act like women are the only people who bitch, and men are always like kind and friendly and sweet. Also, men are just more, I think, upfront about stuff sometimes. Like, they're just mean. <laughs> and yeah. women can be mean too, but they'll, like, especially within the... Women would like to protect themselves and so would not like the violence right in their face, probably. <laughs> yeah, but from Cyril. But um, <laughs> they'll just... Men will, like, when they think they're in, like, a boy's environment, will say the most horrific shit yeah. ever. It's a safe space. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> we love society. Um, so, yeah, Mike just interrupting Martha, whatever. Um, Jess arrives a little bit later um, 
when he is basically everything that Mick was saying about her. Um, and then we have Tamara, who's like still upset that Jess was flirting with Dan. But then she's like, I don't know whose side I'm on because like I like am threatened by Jess, but Mick seems to be being an asshole. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I really like Tamara because yeah. she uses like logic and stuff. Like, yeah. I mean, she was like, I'm kind of on Jess's side. And I don't want to be. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, you're right to be um, worried about Jess, as will here. Um, and then, yeah, Mick's, more, Mick's complaining more. He says, I've gone above and beyond what I usually do. I've put in maximum effort for nothing in return. Maximum, maximum effort? effort? You're Bitch, wearing you board couldn't shorts. even take cheese out and put it on a plate with a fucking knife. Are you serious? He put it on a towel, Naomi. A towel. What effort has he put in? How about effort not to, like, literally when you're fucking covered in mud, come in and try and fuck your wife? Like, you know what I mean? Like, how about wash your sheets? How about put some effort in there? Oh, my God. No, but she should assimilate to him, you know, come drench the cows or whatever. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, nah, he's put fucking no effort in. Sorry. What effort has he put in? Name one effort. Apart from that cheese platter, which was the most disgusting thing I've ever seen in my life, he couldn't even take the serviettes all the way out of the plastic wrapping. Well, he um he got a haircut um a few weeks ago. Um, oh, to look worse as a fucking joke. Yeah, well that yeah that was some effort. Um, yeah, I was still. I'm just sorry. I'm trying to find a way to defend him. Um, it's just very hard. <laughs> <laughs> like that kind of thing it's like you might think that haircut's funny as a joke but it makes you look fucking stupid yeah and like makes you like partner who looks like they take pride in their appearance probably feel like shit too and that's why he knows he's doing that because he's doing it on purpose but yeah. he thinks it's funny rather than thinking like actually thinking about how she feels yeah and how it's probably going to make her less attracted to him yeah but Definitely. he just thinks what you should just be attracted to someone by default or something like that yeah well i got a silly mustache what, she should just be attracted to you based on your personality? I have news, Mick. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, maybe you should put more effort into your appearance. <laughs> There's a reason why she likes Dan and not you. <laughs> it's not personality. <laughs> um, so we get Mike and Heidi. I really liked watching them at the dinner party this time because Heidi was just being really honest and she wasn't like really second guessing herself here. Yeah. And it was just so nice to watch. Um, even though it all got undone the next day. And she but looked sad. Yeah, she was just like, she's just so dead behind the eyes, wasn't she? And um, and then he goes, the moody thing will end it. And she goes, I'm not moody. I react to what you do. And I was like, <laughs> yes! <laughs> Finally, she's starting to... Yes, because you know there'd be stuff that we don't see. Yeah. And he like he seems like a psycho. He seems like he'd be constantly saying little put-downs that he didn't even know were put-downs because he's yeah. not educated. He isn't like, you know, he doesn't he doesn't think about how it would be if somebody said that about him. Exactly. And he'd just be like, um, I don't know. I forgot he's what like, I feel like I'm constantly walking on eggshells. She'd be like, I feel like you think you're above me all the time and like you're my teacher instead of my partner. Yep. He always seems like he's trying to father her. He does. Well, he seems like he's trying to father everyone. He seems to think that he has all the answers for someone who probably has the least amount of answers of anyone on this show. 
Yeah, he's got like, it seems like he has, he's a sociopath. I, don't, I shouldn't throw that around, but he seems like he doesn't know how to genuinely connect with people. Women. Women, yeah. I mean, even the men though, I feel like it's like, I don't think that like Cam likes him. Yeah, I mean, I kind of get the vibe that Cam likes everyone, which is something that really frustrates me when like dudes are friends with other dudes even when they're a piece of shit but they're like oh he's nice to me he's my friend like I don't condone what he does but you know what am I supposed to do he's my friend and it's like I also think they're just getting like the we're nice guys at it instead of like I don't think that they I don't think they'd show the bit where Cam and Jules like I don't know Mike seems a bit like weird sometimes you know when they're trying to do a different edit for Mike and Heidi Oh, right. They're not trying to make Mike seem like a villain, are they? No, they're trying to make Mike seem like he's the good guy and Heidi's overreacting. So I don't think we'll see the bit where anybody is like, Mike is a bit weird. Mm. I'm just glad it's not working because people seem to realize that Mike's a fucking piece of shit. Well, I think everybody knew by the first episode, everybody's like, Mike's fucking crazy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Man, that thing with the... Like he was at I least still get like triggered when I think about them sitting on the beach and her talking about uh, her rough times and he's like, oh, I can't <laughs> deal with this. I'm not your therapist. It's hot and I want to go for a swim. <laughs> Seriously. Why don't you go stand in the water while you talk about all her past trauma, which is boiled down into a 30-second package for you because that's the only <laughs> amount you can take. <laughs> well, the thing is like 30 seconds would still be hard because she said it was only like three minutes or so. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what? That's so little time. You need to be able to listen to other people. He just wants an accessory. He just wants to be like, yeah. he just is ready to be like, oh, I'm married now. I say I'm married now and I'll have uh, kids and then she'll look after them and then I'll be like, oh, yeah, that's that's uh, Michael Jr. and that's Heidi Jr. Anyway, I'm going to the beach. With Michael Jr.? Yeah. Heidi Jr. can, I don't know. I'm, I'm not that close with him. <laughs> um... So they're sitting there, they're talking to Ning and Mark, who are some, for some reason the oracles of what a good relationship is now. Yeah, well, um, they've had a good week together. I oh. guess they're doing the least bad <laughs> out of most of them. Um, and then they're also trying to, like, convince Heidi that it's not that bad. And they literally like, oh, but it seems like you guys have a good thing. You know, Ning's like, it's not bad. And Heidi's like, it's not good enough. Yeah. And I was like, yes, you do it, bitch. Um. And then Mike says, I think your expectations of me are quite high. And Heidi says, yeah, I don't just want to marry anyone. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. Thank you, Heidi. Could have jacked off to this, to be honest. Like, just a woman having autonomy and, like, (laughs) just trusting her gut and just... Finally, after being told so many times, because she's constantly told not to trust her gut, when it's clear he's a psycho. Yes. Anyway, this is (laughs) short-lived. Um... So we also get Dan getting mad at Tamara because she calls him doll, mm-hmm. which is like, he seems really pissed about it. But also like, has he told her before that he doesn't like it? Because it seems like he's said before, I'm getting used to it, which is different to saying, hey, actually, I don't like it when you call me doll. Could you maybe call me Dan or could you maybe like say like a, a different name? Like, you know, hey, love you know whatever like whatever you want but don't don't be like uh i hate it now like you've got to say i don't Mm. like it at the start or just let them know that they that you don't like it because how's she gonna know that you don't like it yeah 
but also I just don't care about Dan's feelings, maybe. I was like, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Anyway, um, after doing that, he sort of sneaks out with Jess. Tamara seems unaware for some reason this no, is happening. I reckon she knows that this is happening now, and I think she's like, well, I mean, if he's going to fucking, like, it's not up to me to stop him from doing this. It's like if it's week three and he's already sneaking off to somewhere else, let him fucking do it because it's not going to work. Like, it's you not her- Yeah, I reckon she'd be like, well, it's up to, like, I'm pro, pro- like, I'm, I'm feisty, but if he's going to run off and just, like, try and hook up with another lady, then I don't fucking deserve that. If he's going to do that to me, then do that to me, but I'm not having it. Yeah. I don't, like, I reckon there's, I think Damara, like, knows how she wants to be treated. And mm-hmm. this is not a way that she wants to be treated. So I would let it happen too. I'd be like, all right, well, I mean, because that's the thing is they're not properly in a relationship. It's like they've been together for two weeks where it's been forced to happen. I mean, they have been intimate and stuff, which would make things a bit different. But yeah, I think you'd be like, oh, well, if they're going to do it, like they're going to do it. There's nothing I can do to stop it. So I'm not going to like, I'm not going to put myself out there and make myself look like a like because you know that you'd get the jealous edit as well oh yeah absolutely i yeah i hope that's what's happening because i reckon she would have felt pathetic after the last dinner party where she was like feeling like she had to fight against jess for his attention which is like not the way a guy should make you feel no you should just be like i trust him or i don't trust him and i think she's like yep well i'll give him my trust and as soon as he breaks it then he's out I don't think that's what happened, though. You don't reckon? You reckon she no. didn't know? Um, no, because... Okay, so Dan and Jess are outside. They, like, kiss. Can we say... The experts see all this. Oh, for sure. But they just don't mention it at the commitment ceremony. They, they're they not shown to have seen it. Oh, yeah, because they can't let them see it. We're not supposed to think that they see it, yeah. but, like, clearly. We obviously know that they do. Yeah. yeah. Um. So then, yeah, they kiss... They go back inside um, and then Dan is like, hey, Tamara, come here. And that's Tamara says, oh, I thought I was in trouble. That's why I don't think that she's just like, fuck it, whatever. Yeah. Because he's like, he's like, come here, I missed you. And I'm like, what? What? You just is had a smooch. With- yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Anyway, he seems very thrilled by the um, concept of having two, two girls at once. Yeah. Um, I hope he's more thrilled by that than he is by the charge of aggravated fraud that he's facing at the mm-hmm. moment, Yeah, um, which is thrilling to me. I really like watching this because he looks so fucking smug and I'm like, this you're is so fun because right you're now. going to jail. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so that's the dinner party. Not much else happens, does it? No. No, oh, not much God, else happens. Um, show. Um. We find out the next morning. No speech? Huh? No speech from Jules or Cam, I mean. Oh, good. <laughs> there you go. That was that was just a difference between this party and the other parties. Uh, yeah, I don't care for the speeches. Yeah, I know. You said you'd video them. <laughs> yeah, I would. <laughs> um, uh, we find out Heidi and Mike broke up. Yep. Which is the night. second time they've broken up before a commitment ceremony. Yep. Um, and we're like fighting at three o'clock in the morning, but then they've sort of gotten back together this morning. Stop it, Heidi. Go with your gut. Get out of there. Yeah. Say leave. And then the commitment ceremony, it's basically just John having a go at her again and 
interrupting her repeatedly and you're self-sabotaging yeah and mike's like i like this girl stop calling her a girl yeah she's a fucking 38 year old woman yeah and she's had to say that to him before she's like i'm 38 actually yeah that's because he said she was gonna have to move in with him because she didn't have a place to go and she was like i'm a 38 year i've got I can do whatever the fuck I want. I was wondering why she did that because that seemed like that was the first time where I was like, oh, that's actually a really tiny thing for her to get upset about was that he he said something about her like needing a place to move. Yeah. And then she just like got pissed. But that actually makes sense if he keeps calling her a girl and is condescending the whole time that she would just fucking yeah. snap and be like, stop treating me like a fucking kid. Yeah. He keeps on acting like she's a teenager. Yeah. Where she's like, yeah, she's had a life. She's got a career. She's got, like, she's an adult woman. She doesn't need you. No. Uh, yeah, you if they're still together. In... Nah, they won't be. No. They fucking better not be. I don't I, I don't think they're together. Mike will start being with 22-year-old girls as soon as, soon as this show is over. You what? Mike will start being with 22-year-old girls as soon as this show is over. Ugh. Because he said, remember at the start when I said he was like, I've... I've been in hostels all over the world making girls half my age fall in love with me. And I was like, Ugh. yuck, there's something so gross about that. Like, why are you staying in hostels? Like, You're in so, the first I, place. I feel so old when I go to hostels. I'm like, I can't, I'm not cut out for this. Yeah, he, yeah, he'd be the creepy man in the hostel who would be, like, there at the hostel bar when somebody gets a bit drunk. Yeah. Wait, ready and waiting. <laughs> then It's like, they're not in love with you. Yeah. You just think they are because you don't know what emotions look like. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe they tell you they're in love with you, but also if they're that young. Yeah. It's not real love and they're going to look back on it and be like, oh, God, how embarrassing. <laughs> I told that old man that I was <laughs> in love with him after three days. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they end up both staying. Does Mike say leave? No. He says, he says stay. stay. Yeah. I didn't write anything down about last night's episode. I've become exhausted by this entire show. That's right. It is exhausting. He said, yeah, he said stay because he's like, you know, I could maybe try and see myself falling for this girl. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, We have Dan talking about how he has to open himself up more to Tamara um, while Jess sits there. And then we have Jess and Mick. Um, Mick's like, leave. Because we hate each other. Yeah. And then Jess chooses stay because she wants more time with Dan. But Which then is she like, sort of posits it as, I want Mick to meet my family and... Redeem them, them redeem themselves. It's like, they don't yes. have to prove anything to him. No, he's a piece of shit. But also, I mean, like, I don't understand staying to get more time with Dan because you're not going to see Dan until the next cocktail party anyway. Which is a mm. week away. Like, you've got to go to your hometown. There's just no – just leave and see each other after the show, but I know you, you want to stay on the show. Yeah, but it's, it could be kind of fun to make Mick suffer. Yeah. Imagine if she told her family that Mick called what I Mick think he them. has because of the promo that showed what's going what's gonna to happen tonight where the sister's like, uh, Jess, tell me what you said or something. Really? Yeah, it looked like that from the promo. He could get murdered. I mean, I know he's still alive, so it's fine, but like that's like <laughs> – no, they only hit women. An OH&S <laughs> issue. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Mick is just, like, floored by the fact that she wants to stay. And everyone's just like, this doesn't make sense. And it's, like, very clear. Mm. This is, like, how I think it would feel to be around Billy. Because it's, like, it's not adding up. Yeah. It's, like, what are you... What? What are you like, doing? Like, just be honest. Yeah. 
Um, but you can see why Jess isn't being honest. I also saw like um, pap photos of Jess and Dan like oh, yeah, on a beach kissing. So yeah. I think they're still together. Yeah. So at least they got something out of it. And at yeah. least Tamara is free. Yeah, that's true. Because I, I like Tamara. She reminds me weirdly of Lady Gaga. They have the same nose. Is that what it is? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, what did anything else happen last night? No one left. Did anyone else? No. Billy leave? wrote leave, and oh, yeah. Susie wrote stay, and Susie seemed surprised that he wrote leave. Um, and Billy seemed surprised that she wrote stay. Hey. Yeah. Because he's like, "What the? F- you what don't the like me?" Happening? <laughs> yeah. Um. Nick seems to not be fully over the stuff with Cyril, but still wrote stay. Yeah. Uh, but also he was like, what, are we just going to fight again? And I'm like, partly in my mind, I'm like, well, I mean, if you're in this for like the long haul, yeah, you're probably going to fight again in a lifelong relationship. Yeah. But also like she's working real hard. So just go with it for a bit. Like she's going to need some time to adjust. Yeah. She seems to be working real hard. But just remember like if in – Four weeks time, there's a blow up. That's a way bigger time frame than one every three days. Like yeah. if she keeps on doing it at that rate, soon there won't be a blow up for two years. You know, mm-hmm. be fine. Yeah. Unfortunately, we have to go to Cyrell's house where her brother. I said last night at the start of the show because I haven't watched Married at First Sight in like two and a half weeks with Jono, and so I needed to sort of give him an update and I was like this is so hard to explain but I was like <laughs> next week when they do hometowns I'm so worried about Cyril's brother because that's not going to help with Nick being like this isn't drama like her f- whole family seems like quite dramatic well yeah in like the first episode when she was getting ready for the wedding they're all like screaming around and cr- like <laughs> yeah. screaming and crying and it's like over like fucking nothing <laughs> <laughs> and their poor mom's just like oh god <laughs> yeah but hopefully Nick already knows a bit what the brothers are like because of the run-in they had at the wedding. Yeah, I guess he can just bring up his cancer again. That seemed yeah. to shut him up the first time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just like is – I hate it. Like the producers must just gear up these people to be like, you got to fucking tell them what's what. And it's like it's not time. It's not time for that. Nope. Just stop it. It's like they did the same thing with um, Dan's family for sure. Like, just the Bachelor hometown edit. Yeah, that's ridiculous. They're like, are you in love with him? No, of course not. No. You guys just went to the fucking wedding. <laughs> of course they're not in love. And if they were, that'd be a problem. Also, he's cheating on me, so. Yeah, like, there's only one couple in the experiment who've said that they love each other. Yeah. And that's Cam and Jules, and that was fast. It was fast. And I think even Jules was surprised by how fast it was. She was like, whoa. Yeah, and then she was like, oh, yeah, I guess I do. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think they're going to be together. I think they're going to have kids together. You reckon? Yeah. Yep. I hope they stay together too. Uh, they're probably the only ones. They right? seem like they'd work at it. Yep. But it looks like we've got some drama coming I bet it's not real drama. No. That was like at the dinner party. They were like, oh, Martha's not wearing a wedding ring. Why is it? And she's like, I'm going to be honest. I took it off to tan. (laughs) And I was like, fuck, you got me. (laughs) I have to say, you didn't get me that time. (laughs) I was like, here we go. Trouble in paradise. No. Forgot to tan. There's more tanning. Michael, there's something. I mean, I know he's he's like classically handsome, but for me, there's something missing behind the eyes. Yeah, I think. Yeah. I think there's just something not there. Yeah, I'm like you. To me, I I'm like, oh, 
I don't know. It doesn't seem like you're a real person. <laughs> I don't think he is. <laughs> to be fair, we haven't had much screen time with him, but I yeah. also don't think he's a dog, which no. is I think where um, Martha has had trouble with him because she genuinely is like waiting for him to say something awful, and it's just not coming because he doesn't have it in him because he's just like, is he? Is he what a happy person looks like? No, I think he's what a vacant person looks like. Because, like, I think that's boring if that's happy. Mm. But also, I think I'm quite happy, but I think mostly happiness is, like, contentment. And every now and then you're like, I'm real happy today. And then other times you're like, I'm having a bad day. You know? Like, that's what I think happiness is to me. I'm like, mostly contentment. Yeah. Um, yeah, I suppose. I don't know. Part of me wants to just live a life where my brain is just that empty. <laughs> yeah. Because then what would you think about, like, your weekly organized sport team? Um, yeah. You know, fucking what else? Oh, where I'm, to I'm, buy I have a nice the most prepared. colorful shirts from? Huh? Have you noticed Michael's shirt collection? Oh, see? What a, what a nice boy. Just worried about his shirts. Have you seen some of them? No. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, that's offensive. (laughs) There was one where it was like hot pink and lime green with like black pattern over the top of it. Mm. And I was like, what the fuck is this happening? (laughs) Let me try. I see if I can just type in Michael Maff's shirts. Because it's, oh, I reckon just Instagram and I'll be able to find a fucked one. They're so fucking fucked. Yeah, look, this one. Naomi, look at this one. Oh, yeah. No, he's pulling it off. See, you're not going to get me to say anything bad about his fashion because hot people can make anything look good. Are you sure? Yeah. See, that's why I trusted Martha in that hot pink fucking cowboy hat. It's fine. No. It's fine. He could dress as a fucking doily and I wouldn't care. Yep. Sorry. You're okay with the snakeskin t-shirt. Snakeskin t-shirt. Throw it. He can do anything. This one. <laughs> he looks like a Spanish dance teacher. And he's allowed yeah. to. Okay. Because he's hot. <laughs> oh, my God, Naomi. I'm s- – that's – that hot people make the rules. That's how fashion works. You ever heard of modelling, Danielle? Yeah, I've heard of it. <laughs> yeah. These look like the shit versions that are on the runway before they get, like – you know when they get edited a bit to be, like, something people could actually wear? So it's, like, the runway version that's too out there? Yeah. Oh, uh, Yeah. Like that's I mean, they're not that outlandish. I mean, that pink one was a bit... Like, the pink and black and yellow and orange one. That's... <laughs> like, it's so much. It's... There's so much happening on that shirt. It's fine. Nah, man. That's fucking bonkers. That's like... It's, it's like a... Is it a magic eye where you've got to, it like... It does look like eyes? a magic eye. There's so much <laughs> happening. I cannot get over it. <laughs> Um, can you not take down the one good man on this show, please? (laughs) Cam's nice. Cam is nice. Yeah, that's true. Nick's okay too. I like that. Yeah, Nick's okay too. I think. He's he's one of the... He always talks about how he's one of the boys and that grosses me out. Yeah, I do not like that. But... Um, we have so many reviews since the last oh, time we? we checked. Is this because yeah. this, this is like the thing where next week we won't get any re- reviews because you're going to be nice to people. Then the following week there won't be any new reviews so you're going to berate people. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> okay. This one is a five-star review from Ooh. Finlay Williams. Of course. 
What? Do you know Finlay Williams? No. Oh, yeah. Are you saying, of course, five stars? Yeah. Or you were like, I knew you, Finlay would be coming you know around Finlay these. Williams? No. Okay. Um, amazing podcast is the title. Thank you. <laughs> um, very funny pod. Even if you haven't watched The Bachelor Married at First Sight, I listen to this at work and it really helps keep my soul alive through the endless monotony. Also, the singing is great. I don't know what's wrong with anyone who thinks otherwise. Keep it up. Fuck you, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> um, Water Nymph 14, Ooh. five stars, says five out of five would eat a baby. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Is that if someone forced you to have a baby? No, just would eat a baby. <laughs> um, if it made this podcast keep coming out. Oh, would eat a baby if it made this podcast keep coming out. Okay. Love good. it. Love you both. Wow. Um, <laughs> if anyone ever puts you in that situation, you just tell me and I will make a podcast and you don't have to eat a baby. Um, <laughs> Danielle will encourage you to eat a baby for sure. Eat it, eat it, eat it. This one, I can't read out that name. That's just letters and numbers. Um, great. So fun to hear some intelligent chat about this ridiculous show that has sucked us all in. Yes, we're truly trapped in this hell <laughs> um, together. Ink about it says, very informative. I learned a lot about queef frequency and how much hot tub water a vagina can hold. Thank you, Naomi and Danielle. Keep up the great content. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, sexiest podcast in the commune. Yes. Says Wesphobia. That's cool. I think the crazy lady's back. Don't worry. There's like a lady who walks around outside sometimes singing really loudly. Yeah, I can hear. Is that her? I mean, who else would it be? Where is she? Or it could be the kids below us. Um, yeah, that does sound like kids screaming now. Does it? Yeah. I think there's also kids screaming because I definitely heard a full grown okay. woman. Yeah, there is um, a one lady who started walking along the street just like, <laughs> Good for her. Yeah. I mean, there's no laws against it. No, but um, I do like looking out the window to be like, there she goes again. <laughs> Here she is. <laughs> um. Naomi and Danielle are both hilarious. Listening to this podcast is like hanging out with two friends for a catch-up, but you don't say anything because you're the one that isn't funny. (laughs) (laughs) Wes, I'm sure you're very funny. Well, you made me laugh with that, so you're definitely one of the funny ones. Yeah, we're having a laugh, are we? (laughs) Um, Danielle, do you want to read out the the song bio? Getting ready to do that. So the beautiful song that you heard on this one is called, what's it called, Danielle? Oh, I went into the wrong thing. Um, what? Danielle. I think it went away. Well, oh, no, wait, there it is. Oh, it's fuck. called Delightful D. And um, and it says, welcome to the Holiday Inn Airport. <laughs> welcome to the Holiday Inn Airport. They had a comma in the wrong okay. place. <laughs> the presentation will begin shortly. Success starts with your attitude. If you are not earning, make sure you are learning. Ambition is the path to success. Persistence is the vehicle you arrive in. Success is doing the opposite of what everyone is doing. Actually, don't take this last one too literally. If everyone else is using the door, don't try walking through a wall or whatever the opposite of a door is. (laughs) I mean, there is a reason most people do the same things, usually because they make sense. Oh, sure, it is okay to question what people are doing, but just doing the opposite, probably not great. The future of network marketing is unlimited. Oh, also, a bit of hyperbole here. I mean, mean, it literally cannot exceed the gross output of all the world's economies and will likely top 
top out far before that due to inefficiencies and regulation. So that's the song bio um, for Delightful D this week. Um, thank you, Kevin McLeod, for making that song and giving that very good bio that really tells you exactly what the song's going to sound like. <laughs> we'll play the extended version again at the end and you'll be like, of course. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Economies. That's the vibe of this song. <laughs> Oh, I love him. All right. Thanks, well, Kevin. Um, thank you for listening. Um, sorry, it's sporadic, but again, we have we lives. lives we live. It's a very busy time of the year. Yeah. Um, and what the fuck else? Um, Twitter, Twitter Instagram, Instagram, Facebook, Facebook, for sure. Um, uh, I've been tweeting. I've been live tweeting whenever I um watch happen it? to be watching at the time. Also, I started live tweeting the other night, and then I realized Ooh. I was. Watching it Not on a Thursday, it wasn't live. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Whoa!" Um, and what else? Yeah, write us a review on iTunes. Yeah. Um, again, thanks to the guy who just emailed us a review. Um, but really, we're looking for reviews on iTunes. Yeah. Oh, did you read out the review on the email? We no, we didn't do that. To it. Oh, but can you read it? Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> we need the it. email review. That's very funny. Um, the subject is request for reviews. <laughs> well, you did request a review. It's from Will Sharp. It says, um, 30 episodes in and I'm not sure, I'm still not sure why I love Batch Bitch so much. It might be your accents. Uh, thanks, Will. Thanks. <laughs> not our brains. Um, I'm from the other side of the world, Minnesota, USA. Discovered you from your episode on Primates where you stole the show. And didn't we just? We did steal the show. Fuck um, you, Matt. <laughs> hate him um <laughs> as a male non-australian who doesn't watch the bachelor or married at first sight i don't think i'm your time target de- demographic and i never thought i'd last this long that being said you two are genuinely hilarious and fun to listen to big fan excited for the next 30 thanks will sharp and um crikey mate g'day <laughs> just trying to hook him in for longer Robert, i don't him. think that's what he was saying about your accent i think you've said that before that's me yes i'm like an aussie larrikin vapor rub it's Australian, right? <laughs> the classic Australian uh, things. You've got Vegemite, Milo, Vapor Rub. <laughs> Tim Tams. <laughs> TikToks. TikToks? You know those little clock oh, the biscuits? Bickies. Yeah. I thought you meant the app. No, Iced Vivos. Now I'm just talking biscuits. <laughs> um, okay, that's enough from us. Okay, we're going now. Okay, bye. Bye. Maths bitch. Maths bitch. Math, 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 bitch. Math,
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.